We have always had such a wonderful time when we get to talk with our good friend, Father Peter Julia. He is the Director of Vocations here in the Archdiocese of Portland. But recently we called over to his office and he said, I am, I'm not in. And then we called again. He's like, I'm not in. Well, finally, we have been able to track down Father Peter. He is back in the area after a little bit of a hiatus. Father Peter, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Tell our listeners where you've been recently. Good morning, Brenda and everybody else. Um, It's good to talk to you guys again. Well, I was for 60 days. I was in Alabama at Maxwell Air Force Base uh, doing officer training school. So that is where I have been for a little while. As you can imagine, you know, it's hard for any of us in the Archdiocese to get that much time away from our main, uh, you know, our main job, either as pastor or, or in my case, as vocations director. So uh, it was quite a time for a 44-year-old priest, I tell you what. <laughs> oh, so you were at officer training school. So now do you have a, a, a new title along with father? You know, the funny thing is uh, the military does stuff in some unusual orders. So I'd actually already been at the base where I was assigned, which is the 142nd fighter wing, which is right by the airport. Anybody who's ever flown uh, on the Alaska or or had been in the Alaska terminal, Mm -hmm. if you look out, you see Oregon air national guard, and you usually see some F-15s parked under some outdoor hangars out there. And so that's the base where I, where I serve. And so there's about 1400 airmen that serve there. Um, and so I'm there, you know, kind of like the old commercials used to say, one weekend a month, two weeks a year. So I had been there for about a year. But one of the, the unique things that happened was for the first time since its inception, you know, the Air Force, it used to be the Army Air Corps. And, and then in 1947, just after World War II, it, it became its own department, you know, Department of the Air Force. And since then, they had never paused an officer training school class ever until right before I went out there, they, they closed it down for about four months and did a huge restructuring. And so now it's called OTS Victory, Officer Training School Victory. And so it was a completely new program. Uh, and so I was there with all of the growing pains of a <laughs> brand new program. And, uh, and it, was, it was definitely interesting, to say the least. Father Peter, so when you think about, I mean, we have ideas of what military go through in their training. For the training that you went through, did you find it that it was physically challenging and, and mentally challenging too, what you had to do? Yeah, one of the unique things about it um, for for me was just that, um, you know, they, they used to do a five-week abbreviated course for folks like chaplains and JAGs, you know, the lawyers, chaplains, JAGs, and medical but um, they changed it. You know, the, the general who's in charge of all chaplains in the Air Force said, I want all of the chaplains to do the complete course because I want oh. them to be alongside the other airmen when they're doing combat stuff. And like, they need to know what this is about. So I had to do the entire course and now all chaplains are going to have to do the entire course. And so as a 44 year old with, <laughs> I had three, I had three roommates, all three of which you're going to be doing, uh, going to be pilots in the future. Two of them were prior enlisted. One was on a gunship, an AC-130 gunship. You saw a lot of combat in different different times during the war on terror. And then one was a 24-year-old guy who's going to be a C-46 tanker uh, pilot. And then another one was going to be a C-46 tanker who was prior enlisted as an intelligence officer. So it was a very unique mix 
But believe it or not, the physical aspects of it were the easiest part. Really? I guess most people that most people that know me probably, you know, that's probably the case. And so uh, there's a funny story where we had to lead a, um, they called them LRC. They're like these leadership types of events. And there's like a big concrete area and they're different stations. And they're basically obstacles. And you have to lead other teams of people through these obstacles. And so there was a port, point where they said, well, we need somebody who has to, in this exercise, all of the team will start over there, but one team member has to, to start here. You know, who, who's fairly strong? And nobody was saying anything. And so I was like, oh, you know, I, I raised my hand and I'm fairly strong. And they gave one of the guys next to me a hard time. They were like, they're like, Gonzo, he's 20 years older than you. Come on, step <laughs> up, man. And it, so it's kind of a funny thing. And he was just like, Father Peter's stronger than me. What can I tell you? <laughs> and so I, uh, so I felt very edified by, um, but I was prepared too. Like I trained, I've been used to training my whole life. Mm-hmm. And so I trained for the physical, the mental parts, the, the yelling, as, as all of you know, from military movies, it's just like that. Actually, that's the <laughs> one thing that they do in military movies. It's the most accurate. <laughs> wow. They did not hold back knowing that you had father in front of your name. So how wonderful though, <laughs> oh, to be yeah, able to yeah. go through an experience like that with people, father, Peter Julia is joining us today talking about some of his recent adventures and now how he's going to take that training and bring it to Portland, Oregon area. Father Peter, now how are you going to split your time between the vocations office and the work that you're going to be doing as chaplain? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's largely because I'm what they call a DSG, which is a drill status guardsman. So out of all of the all of the men and women who serve over at the 142nd, there there's about 1,400 airmen there, but only only about a quarter of them or so are are actually full time sort of active duty folks. The rest of the force it comes in on what they call drill weekends. So they're one weekend per month, um, and so that's that's the reason a lot of people decide to join the guard is because the commitment is is not so great, and and there are some benefits like paying for school and uh, healthcare and different things like that. So it's like one weekend a month, and then they also say two weeks a year because sometimes there's a week long drill and things like that. So I'm usually there and then I'm sort of on call like I would be just in my regular priestly duties, especially things like, I I think one of the the darker sides or the sadder parts of the military is, is, you know, there's very high suicide rates in the military and, and divorce and and a lot of difficulty like that. And so, um, so I'm somewhat on an on-call status too, when, when an airman finds himself kind of in trouble or, or in a tough situation. And, and already in the year that I've served there, I've had to field some of those, those calls. And, and, you know, some of the, the sad parts that you see on movies as well, like, uh, you know, sometimes the, you remember from saving private Ryan, when they go to notify um, the mother of all, of all the Ryan boys, you know, that, uh, that, that three of out of her four sons are dead and so we have to do those types of notifications as well. So, so, but, but those are very familiar in our priestly life mm-hmm. uh, also. And so, so yeah, that's the kind of way that I, w- I will serve largely, but, um, but yeah, the, the 60 days part, it was, it was tough to take that, that pause right there and uh, do, do the training. 
Well, you did do that training. You are back. You came back. It was Christmas, and then we move into the New Year's celebration. You had to get caught up in what was going on in the vocations office. And now, Father Peter, you've got a big weekend coming up. It is the discernment weekend. Archbishop Sample, so supportive of this time with people who are discerning the priesthood. Yeah, let our listeners know what's going to happen. Yeah, this is kind of like, um, actually, believe it or not, it's a drill weekend at the base, of course. And so it's just like the drill weekend ha- happens to coincide with my, w- which is sort of like my Super Bowl, so to speak. But thankfully, there are ways in which you can get an excuse and I'll just have to make this drill weekend up. But I will still uh, be there on sa- a Sunday afternoon to celebrate Mass for the airmen there. But uh, we have our Archbishop's Discernment Retreat, which takes place at Our Lady of Peace Retreat House, our friends out there in Beaverton and Our Lady of Peace, the sisters there. And we've hosted it there for many, many years. And I was a two-time attendee of that. In fact, when you look at our priests and seminarians, the majority of them attended this retreat before they entered into the archdiocese as seminarians. And so it's led by the archbishop, um, by Archbishop Lasney before Archbishop Sample, and now Archbishop Sample. And basically we start this evening and uh, and it goes all day Saturday, and then it ends with uh, Mass, and then after lunchtime on Sunday at Our Lady of Peace. And so we have about 21 men who are going to be arriving this weekend. And I think that surprises people, that there's over 20 guys who yeah, are discerning that the priesthood in our yes. archdiocese. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we have conferences, like like anybody who's been to a retreat, and then we, we do, we expose them to the liturgy of the hours, because for some men, that's the first time they ever get to do that form of prayer. And then, of course, we have mass each day and adoration, and, um, rosary. And then there, there's an opportunity for confession as well as, you know, just a lot of conversation. We also, I think we're going to have almost 10, uh, nine or 10 of our seminarians will also be present. And they're instrumental as well, because all these men are thinking, should I take that next step? And having the seminarians there is like a bridge between like, well, what's next? And those guys get to talk to them directly about, oh, well, what's next is what I'm doing. You know, I'm in the seminary at this year or that year or something, you know. Well, it is sure to be a blessed weekend. Any time that these uh, young men can spend with our Archbishop, of course, with you, is a uh, time well spent indeed. And for you, Father Peter, there is no rest for the weary. You had to come back and jump right into a whole lot of work. And we appreciate you spending a little time with us this morning. Oh, it's always great to spend time. I wish I was in the studio. You said it was kind of a rowdy studio morning, and those are my favorite kind of the studio. (laughs) Oh, I tell you what, we will have you back in the studio real soon. It'll be great to see you. Father Peter, thank you so much for your time today. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll keep you all in our prayers. Thank you all. God bless you. Yes, please pray for us.